This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast It's a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this new episode with Cyber Mindful with Sandra. And I love to have the intimate conversations, just you and me. I love to interview guests, of course, but this is just so special because I get to just share with you not only my journey, my what I have learned so far in my cyber security career, in in my in combining my passion with well-being practices and technology and what, how my life has transformed as a result of all that transformation. And I would like to share that with you. And I love to share that with you because that can happen to you too. If you are someone that is looking for ways to keep your, your family safe, you, you, you have children, you have teenagers, you perhaps have a spouse that it's not tech savvy, or you maybe are the one that is afraid of technology or you don't like it a lot and feel that um, technology can be overwhelming. Or maybe you have parents that are clicking and they have been scammed many times and you're so worried about them. I mean, if that if any of that is you, you are in the right place because this is this conversation. It's a it's a way to to relate to technology in a different way and to find out how can simple practices make a huge difference in the way that you connect with technology in a in a safely matter. And that has been my journey. So that that is why I'm I'm so grateful and happy. You're here, and let's just start today with a couple questions to you. Now, did you know that there is an estimate of 1 in 11.5 million chance of you getting attacked by a shark? Yeah, you, you heard me, <laughs> a shark in the ocean. So 1 in 11.5 million chances of getting attacked by a shark. Now, the odds of getting struck by lightning it's 1 in 1 million and this one is so interesting the odds of getting killed by a falling coconut 
sorry, one in 50.7 million. I mean, can you imagine that? Being in an island, relaxing in the Caribbean, and then you get hit by a coconut? That's not so much luck, <laughs> for sure. Now, why am I talking about this? And what, what is these odds have anything to do with cybersecurity? Well, here's the thing. Did you also know that the odds for Americans to become a victim of cybersecurity, cybersecurity or cybercrime or identity theft are one in four? Yeah, you heard me. One in four people. Can you imagine that? Like, look at look around you. You see four people around you, and one of them will be a victim. In that scary, for sure. But you know, it's it's sometimes obvious because here's the thing: there are four billion internet users in the world. Now, that is a lot of people in the internet, don't you think? I mean, the, 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 the world's population is 7.7 .7 million. And more of, of half of it are connected online. That's no wonder why cyber criminals are so, so into scamming and hacking because there's just so many people up online. Now, you, do you know how often a cyber attack happens? Guess what? It happens every 39 seconds. Yeah, 39 seconds. And a ransomware attack happens happens every 11 seconds. And we haven't talked about ransomware yet. Um, ransomware happens when maybe you click an infected link or open a, an attachment, you know, a file that comes into your email or you go to a website that is infected. And when you, when you detonate that, that malicious code will scramble all the data in your computer, whether it is your pictures, your files, anything that you have in that computer or in that phone will be locked. And the only way for you to get that information back, well, there are a couple of ways, but the, the first thing that cyber criminals and cyber monsters will try is for you to pay a ransom and they will leave you a note saying hey you have been hacked and that means that means you you get that ransomware note and if you pay they give you back a decoder that sometimes might or sometimes might not work who knows um then there are other reasons or other things you you can um, you can implement in order not to pay that ransomware that ransom note and still you know recover your information and that is if you do backups for example and we'll dedicate an entire episode to backups and how you do them and what are the best ways but backup. A backup means you have a copy of your information. And if you do that, that means that if you get hit by ransomware, that you can go back to that copy of your information and restore it. You probably will lose some, some data because we might not have the, the latest information in our backup, but at least you can recover most of it. And, and that is better sometimes than just paying for that ransom because... 
You never know if you will get the information and you never know if you are going to get a ransomware attack again in the near future. So anyway, that, you know, that happens. And why I'm sharing all of this stats and numbers, you know, a couple of reasons. When you know what what's going on, then you can you can take an action. And and I'm this is not intended to scare you, but the reality is we live in a world where everything depends on technology, everything around us. You know, I I I encourage and invite you to check out your home and just for fun, how many things connect to the internet? Is your in, is your TV connected to the internet? Is your refrigerator connected? Do you have uh, a smart speaker, smart assistant in your home to turn the lights, to do this or to do that? Is you know, do you wear uh, wearables like a smartwatch or smart rings or smart bracelet or smart something? <laughs> you know. Anything that is smart that is connected to the internet, it's something that can potentially be exploited by a cyber monster. So that that is not to scare you, but just to make you aware. So when you look around you and you see all your devices, all, all your equipment and everything, I want you to ask yourself, what am I doing to keep all of this protected? How do I know? that all my information is safe. And when when you ask when we ask questions, I, I learned this lately that ask, ask, asking questions to ourselves increase creativity and increase more ideas because you're not judging, you're asking questions. And then it's not about judging yourself. Am I doing enough? And am I good enough with technology? You know, sometimes the conversations that we have around technology, but when we ask questions, you know, curious questions, uh, am I, I'm wondering if this password that I'm using for this account that I haven't changed in a long time, could that password be used or exploit or could that password be known by a cyber monster? Could that password put my bank account at risk? Could that password, which is more than a stream of characters, be something that compromises my life, my my children's information, my family? So asking those questions or what about my computer? When was the last time that I updated my computer? Should I update my computer? What I wonder if updating my computer will help me protect my information. I wonder if instead of clicking on that email, I check who's the sender. I wonder who, why that person is sending me that. I wonder why the bank is sending me that message or the text message about a package. I wonder. I never asked for a package. I wonder if I did. Like when you ask questions, the more questions you ask, the more you engage different parts of your brain. And the more you get to answer the questions. And when you answer the questions, now you might be more inclined to take an action. I do. I use this technique every day. And um, I always ask myself three questions when I wake up. I ask myself, you know, how can I 
how can I learn something today? How can I growth, whether it's personally or growth in my cybersecurity skills? What is one thing I could do today for that? And then I asked a second question is, how could I help someone? How could I make someone's life better? You know, what kind of tip should I share today? What can I, you know, when I go to the grocery store, what can I say to the person in the grocery store to make them happier, to make them light up? So how can I help somebody else have a better day? And then the last question, and I love this question, it's one of my favorite ones, is how can I celebrate today? And when I learn something new, when I help someone, that gives me a motive to, at the end of the day, celebrate that day, celebrate that success, celebrate that I accomplished something. And I mean, these are so empowering questions. And in the same way, you can change your cybersecurity questions to be empowering. And when you do that, my friends, everything changed. Now, um, I wanted to talk today about what cybercrime is. And really, you know, what 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 does that mean? And I want to read you from my Happily Ever Cyber book. And I know if you haven't read this book, this is amazing. It's amazing to gain the basic foundational elements for you to start taking charge of your cyber safety. It it really is super simple. It's about stories, most of my stories. And I I wrote this book with the intention to, to bring a message about cybersecurity that is not necessarily scary. Although many scary things happen in the online world, they don't have to happen to you when you know what to do. And that's why the intention of the book and the intention of this podcast podcast is, is for you to start building that muscle with cybersecurity and cyber safety that allows you to protect your family, protect your information, protect your business if you own a business or if you're an employee in a company. I mean, that is what is all of this about. And it's empowering you to be in charge because nobody can force you to click. Nobody can force you to give away your information if you answer the phone or even answer the phone if you don't know the number. Nobody can, you know, make you do that. It's a choice that you only you make every single time. And I just want you to remind you of that and to make you aware and to help you think about that. Think about the power that you have at your fingertips tips because you do, you choose, you could delete that email. You could delete anything that comes to you and you could decide whether something stays in your inbox or not. And that is power, power that only you have. Now let's go back to what cybercrime is. And I'm just going to read from the book. Cybercrime is a criminal activity involving your computer your phone, or any other electronic or network device, as well as your email and social media account. These crimes could be in the form of fraud, safe sale of illicit drugs, pornography, or weapons. I mean, there are so many things that happen in the online cybercrime world. Um, they, they, 
the ways that cyber monsters can monetize and can find its product. And unfortunately, the product for cyber monsters is you and me. So yes, email, social media, text messages, even, of course, phone calls, even the mail. Sometimes, I mean, I was reading a story the other day where someone received in the mail a computer. I mean, think about that. You get a computer in your mail and you open it and that you, that person connected the computer. It was, it, was, it was received in a company, computer in the network, and that infected the whole network. I mean, that, cra- that is just crazy. Or it could be a USB. You know, those small USB uh, drives that we find. Like people... walk in a parking lot and then find uh, one uh, USB drive and they come home and they decide what to check it out to see what is in there. And unfortunately, malware is in there. And malware means malicious software, you know, programs that are created in order to harm your computer or your network. Now, cybercrime could happen in, in many ways. So, like I said, it could happen as malicious software or somebody could hack, you know, they, they could in, it's called brute force and they just try in a hard way to break your computer. Like, have you ever wondered if, um, you know, these famous hacks that happen to companies, how do they happen? You know, there, there, there are multiple ways that cyber criminals can can get to to that organization or even to to you and me personally and these many techniques whether it's a phishing email and a phishing email is when you get one of those messages in your inbox that says hey um i'm your bank and you uh, you have these transactions that just happen and Click here to review them, or I'm your bank and your account was compromised and somebody's trying to get in, so please click here to secure your account. Or I am the IRS and the and you owe the IRS this much money, or you get amazing offers in the email saying, hey, you won this amazing prize or you have a package that is waiting for you. I mean, I can go on and on and on about all the different types of phishing emails that we get or text messages. I get a lot of those sometimes. So now those are different ways that cybercrime can happen, but it could also happen as a way of extortion. And I just explained before, ransomware will be one way that extortion uh, could be could be done where, you know, they are extortioning you so you can get back that um, key that allows you to get back into your computer because they lock down all your information. And if you have your pictures, if you have everything that is there and you have no backup and no way to get any information, you might be tempted to pay that ransom. And of course, that extortion means they were successful with the business. And that's why it goes on and on. Another way that extortion can happen, it's called sextortion. And it means that 
you get an email saying, hey, we have pictures of you, or maybe you have shared pictures with someone that you thought it was your friend or your significant other, and now that person, it's not really a, a person that you thought it was. It's a cyber monsters, and they are extortioning you to release that data unless you pay. So that's called sextortion. And we will talk about this more in details in future shows. I don't want to scare you here. <laughs> I want just just you to know that everything that can happen online. But most importantly, what I want you to know is that you have a choice. That you don't get that you get to to act on your choice every single day. Now. Do you remember, did you remember where, when you were a kid? Tell me, tell me if this was you. How did your parents taught you to cross the street? Like, you know, looking both sides. I, I do have a story. And I, when I was, when I was a child, I, I didn't know, I didn't have a car, you know, for the first few years of my life, I was living in a very rural area and, um, didn't didn't have much access to a car. So I was four years old and I moved back with my mom. And my mom and my stepfather one time took me for a ride in their car, in my stepfather's car. So I'm in the back seat. I have never been in a car that much in the city. And I they they drove me to the city just to show me. And the car stopped on the street. And then I see that someone was playing with a ball in their yard. And the ball was so beautiful. You know, those colorful balls. And somehow I was just so excited that my the car was in, on the street. And I decided to jump out of the window and cross the street. Like there were still cars coming in and out. And I almost got hit by a car because I just wanted to, I was just looking at that ball that was in that yard and my mom was screaming. And I just, just remember all that moment. I, I just never was, or was taught how to cross the street or not to do that jumping out of a window in the car and just not paying attention. Um, so yeah, that that could be sometimes us online because nobody taught us how to do this in a safely manner. Now, how do you go online and how do you scroll social media and you know about cyber monsters and how you can identify them and you know what is the best way for you to when you get that email to react and not get like me distracted by the shiny object and just go jump out of like I did out of the car you jump out of in your email and click because you cannot wait to see what it is that is out there so that's how I learned that it's so important to go to the basics and to learn you know sometimes we think we know everything online and that you, we shouldn't be um, worrying about how how to use social media, what is the best way to search something online. But the thing is, there are many things that you and I sometimes don't know. And that's why I'm here for you. 
Like a simple tip that I can give you right now that you could implement immediately when you go online and you, when you are searching, you go into the browser and you are looking for, I don't know, blue shoes. I love blue. <laughs> you know that. It's my favorite color. And you're looking for blue shoes, right? And you type the name, you know, in the browser, blue shoes, and then you see many different ads that will come up. Or maybe you are searching for a particular company or a particular bank or a particular, you know, um, website. And you'll see that the first few websites have an ad. You'll see that it says ad on the upper corner on the left. When you see that, what I just want you to do is just, you keep page down. And don't click on that ad. Why? Because one way that cyber monsters can trick us is infecting ads. And sometimes, I mean, they, they have a lot of money and they could impersonate a company and they can pay for us and they can pretend to be that person. And when you click on that link with that ad, that could compromise you. So a simple way is if you are going to this page, just scroll down a little bit further and you will see the website of the company that you're looking for, whether that is your bank, whether that is the news outlet that you're looking for or the retailer, just go and make sure that you don't click on that ad. I mean, so, something super simple that you can implement right away. And it doesn't, you don't have to know um, anything technical, you don't have, it's not overwhelming, right? It's something practical that you now can implement. And now when you see an ad, you'll remember me and you'll know, oh, I have a choice here and I'm not going to click on that ad. Because let me tell you this, when someone has an ad, they should have the same offer in their website. They shouldn't have an ad that it's not available in, in their main website. So if you really want to have that offer, you can still get that offer going to the main website because that's where it should be. And that's one way for you to know that ad, it's not a, it's a real, you know, a, a real offer from that company. And when it's not in their website, maybe it's not. So why risk that? So. Anyway, that's just my, my tip for you today because I want you to, to start navigating the online world in a way that you don't attract cyber monsters, that, you know, cybercrime, yes, can happen in many different ways. And clicking an infected link is one of the ways that now you know how not to do that. So that is the part that is empowering, that, that it's something that, we all get to do and we all get to to practice now um i'm gonna go a little bit further in the book and by the way uh, in this book i share my story about i mean this is one of the i don't know it's it's funny now <laughs> but it wasn't funny at the time it's one of the story when i was a kid my mom used to tell me that if i am near the water I will die because something happened to my mom when she was a teenager that um, affected her and she just passed that into me. And I grew up with that fear of the water. So I never went to a swimming pool or, or I never grew up 
you know, knowing how to swim in a swimming pool or the ocean or anywhere near the water because I thought I will die. So anyway, you have to, to listen and read my story because I became a drummer for here <laughs> because I was so crazy. I became a scuba diver and it was my way to um, conquer my fear. So instead of uh, just doing simple swimming lessons, I decided to go scuba diving. And that is the most crazy story you'll, <laughs> you'll read in my book. And it's all true. And I almost killed someone. And now that, not, I'm not proud of that part, but I learned my lesson. And I learned the lesson that knowing the basics matters, that knowing the simple things that can help you navigate or help you do scuba diving or help you manage your email safely matter. So read that story so you can also get that crazy, crazy thing that happened, but also, you know, get into your, at your cellular level, how important it is to you know, build the foundation and build the foundation in my, I share with you about the B I am, the be intentional, be aware and be mindful. So building the foundation is part of the be aware, be aware of what's going on, be aware what cybercrime is, be aware of what the simple things that you can do, be aware of what cyber monsters want from you and how you can prevent them to reach reaching you, your family, or your business. So I, I, just, I just think that story illustrates very well why learning the basics is key. So I cannot wait for you to comment. If you read that story in my book, that would be great. If you don't, then, um, you know, share with me how, you know, this episode, has helped you and and what did you learn and what would you would like me to do more I mean I really would like this podcast to be a conversation and I'm it's my first podcast I'm learning with you how to interact and what to do and I'm just looking at the lens in my camera because I'm recording this as a video too and and I I I, I want to hear that feedback I want to hear from 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 you whether you know you will prefer me to read the whole story next time or would you prefer me to just refer to the story in the book and just give you more context and more information i mean i am here i'm open for feedback i'm open to make this podcast better and better and better so you and 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 your loved ones can be safe online i mean that's the whole point of doing the podcast anyway so give me your feedback and if you can leave me a, 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 you know, whether it's a review, you can contact me in social media, whatever is the way that you want to communicate. I'm here for you. And um, I just, I just want, you know, you and me to, to have this long journey together. So I'm going to close with my be I am. So be intentional be aware. Now you are aware of so many things that I share with you today. Now you're aware that one in four people are victims of identity theft or cybercrime in the United States. And now that you don't have to be one of those four people, 
that one in four. You don't have to be that. You also learn a little bit about what ransomware is and and how it could impact you. And we talk about the basics and why the basics matter and and how cultivating that basic foundation can really move the needle for you to protect your family. And I just cannot wait to to be with you next week. I I'm excited and I'm happy and just grateful for you. Uh, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful rest of the week and stay safe. And remember to be I am. Be intentional. Be aware and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. Ciao, ciao. Mwah. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two, protect. And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website, sandraestock.com. And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. <laughs> <laughs>